Welcome to Equipped and Established, a podcast of Valley Bible Church where we seek to equip people with the Word of God to be established in the truth. Hey everyone, this is episode 10 of the Equipped and Established podcast. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is part of our 10-minute theology series where we talk about a certain topic of theology in around 10 minutes. And so the last couple 10-minute theologies uh, episodes, we have been unpacking uh, just the broader category of theology proper, which again is the study of God in general. And last time we started uh, with a kickoff of the attributes of God, talking about what characterizes who God is, what he's like. And and so we're going to be continuing that today in this episode, and uh, we're going to be continuing that for some time as we dive deeper into each of these attributes. And so for today's episode, we're going to be looking at the independence of God, the fact that God is independent. And really, as we kind of think about this topic of the independence of God, uh, this kind of has two aspects of it. On the one hand, we can say that God is self-existent, and then also that he is self-sufficient. So both of those are kind of wrapped under this umbrella of that God is independent. Okay, so let's look at both of these features of God's independence. And we'll start first with his self-existence. And so when we say that God is self-existent, this means that God was not created by anyone or anything else. God has no beginning, but rather has always been. And that's one of those things that are just kind of hurts the mind a little bit to think about, but this is exactly what scripture teaches. And so, for example, Psalm uh, chapter 90, verse 2, it says, Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. And so what we see from that verse in Psalms is just the reality that God has always been God. Even before anything else was created, he is God. And, and we have other passages that talk about uh, God being the creator of all things. Colossians talks about that. Uh, in Christ, like all things were created and there's nothing that exists apart from. John talks about that as well. And so plenty of passages talk about the fact that God has created all things. And so as such, he is the source of all life and he was not created by anything. He is self existence. Okay. And again, this ties a little bit into like the otherness of God, right? Because that we talked about last time where this is where, again, we see a glimpse where God is on just a different plane or a different category than us. Okay. Where, uh, something that our existence is limited, right? Like we have been created. We're here for a short amount of time in the grand scheme of eternity, all that. But God has always existed. He is always there. And that is just, again, something that should blow the mind, right? I think we can often think of God existing into an eternity. Okay. And that makes sense. But then like to even think back to like, okay, he has no beginning. It's just, he has always been God. And that is one of those things that's kind of hard to wrap the mind around here. But that again is what scripture is clear on. Okay. And so we see that reality that God is self-existent. But then we also, the second part of this independence of God is that he is also self-sufficient, 
which that means that God is not dependent upon anything or anyone else, and he does not need anything or anyone else. Okay? And again, Scripture is current this. This is what Paul explains uh, to the crowd in Athens in Acts chapter 17. Uh, when he's talking about the unknown God, he, he says in Acts 17 verses 24 and 25, he says, The God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all mankind life and breath and everything. And so Paul points out there, right, that God has made the whole world and every single thing in it. And so as a result, he does not need to be served in the sense that he needs help or anything. Okay, there is not something deficient or missing in God to where he needs us to kind of pick up the slack. Okay, God is completely sufficient on his own. Okay, because even like when you think of that example you used of, like you have like, he's combating there, Paul's combating and acts like the temples of the other gods, right? Where they needed to offer these sacrifices, like almost like the feeding the God. Okay. But God's point, like Paul's point is like God created everything. He made everything. He doesn't need any help with all that, right? He doesn't need anyone to do something for him because he created, if he really needed something, he has it, right? Like, and so that is this amazing truth of scripture. Okay. And so this really puts kind of on display here a couple things. And again, we want to bring this back to the more kind of application as well side of this. And we can see a couple things we can draw from this where I think sometimes people have this perspective that like God was kind of lonely or missing something. And that's why he created us as humans. Okay. And that can sound so nice and poetic and make you feel the warm and fuzzies about yourself of like, oh, God needed us, okay? But that's not true. That's not accurate. That's not biblical. God did not need us, okay? He is sufficient on his own, right? And even the perfect fellowship and love between the members of the Trinity, which eventually we're going to get to the Trinity here uh, in the series, but that was so perfect and everything. Like, again, they didn't need anything else, okay? So we didn't have to create us. Okay. But, and we can also swing the pendulum to the other side where we can almost kind of view this like in a fatalistic sense of like, oh gosh, like God doesn't need us. Like, like what's the point then? Why are we here? All this stuff. And, um, do I, my life have, does my life have meaning or all this stuff? Right. But that's where we have to be careful. And we have to understand that even though God did not need us, there wasn't some deficiency in him or anything that made it. So he needs us. He still chose to create us, okay? And he has determined that we would be meaningful to him, okay? That's what uh, Wayne Grudem in his systematic theology kind of mentions that, that God has determined that we would be meaningful to him, okay? And in that sense, right, like that's significant, okay? Uh, And everything, that is a significant thing. And we see also throughout scripture that God actually finds joy and delights in his people. Okay, so we actually bring him joy. Okay, he delights in us. And again, not because he needed that, but he chose to do it this way. Okay, for example, in Psalm 147 verse 11, it says, But the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him. 
in those who hope in his steadfast love. So notice that the Lord takes pleasure, okay? Brings him pleasure, brings him joy when those who fear him, right? Those who uh, live for him, obey him, all that, right? Uh, we see other passages like Zechariah, uh, Zephaniah 3, okay, where it talks about that the Lord will rejoice over his people, okay? He will exult over them with a loud singing, okay? And so, again, we see this. There's this aspect of joy that we can bring the Lord as we live for him, serve him, obey him, honor him, glorify him. It does delight him. It brings him joy, okay? And so far from being a meaningless life, right? Like this gives us meaning, okay? Um, but we also kind of see the reality like this can be um, an encouragement as well. Um, or also, well, before I get into this, also when we think of the self-sufficiency, right, and stuff, um, the fact that God didn't need us uh, and yet he chooses to use us in different ways is also an encouraging thing. Right? We talked about this a little bit uh, with, I think it was episode one, when we talked about prayer. Why do we pray? And it's that one of the reasons is we get to participate in this work with the Lord. And so in the same way, God still uses us. Even though he doesn't need us, he still uses us to accomplish his purposes. Okay, And that is encouraging. Uh, he uses us to pray. He uses us to share the gospel with people, to teach people, to instruct people, all these different things. God still uses us. Okay? And that is encouraging. We are participants with him in his work. He decided to work in and through us. That is his will. Okay? And so that's encouraging. But then also the self-sufficiency should also encourage us because tying into all that, that God uses all that, his will will be accomplished. Okay? That his will is not dependent upon us. Okay, yes, he's going to use us and all that. But again, his sovereignty is going to guarantee that we do the things we need to do for his will to succeed, right? For his will to move forward, his plan to keep going. Okay, and so uh, he is not, again, dependent upon us. And it's not God is up there kind of like, oh, man, I really need help to accomplish this. And it's then like all on us. That's not the case. But rather in his self-sufficiency, his will will be accomplished. His sovereign plan will move forward. But again, he has chosen us to be participants in that work, to use us in that work. Okay? And so we see the beauty of all this here as well. Okay? So again, to wrap up here, as we kind of already over our 10 minutes, um, but again, God's independence, kind of two parts. That he is self-existent. No one created him. Always has existed. Always there. And then he's also self-sufficient, meaning he is not dependent upon anyone else, doesn't need anyone else or anything like that. Uh, that is who God is, okay? And so hopefully that all kind of makes sense as you run through that really quick. Again, these are kind of deep topics that you can spend even more time studying. I would encourage you to study these even more. Uh, but that hopefully kind of gives you a taste of uh, this attribute here. And so... Um, as we think of the independence of God. And so hopefully that was hopefully challenging as well as encouraging um, as we reflect on that. And so that will do it for today's episode. And so we will catch you all next time.